0: banking services provided by green dot bank member fdic only funds and envelopes earn apy apy can change at any time
1: you're listening to taking stock with kathleen hayes and pim fox on bloomberg radio
2: Well, judging by the throng, the crowd that enveloped our next guest as she came in to join us, I can tell you that Billie Jean King still has it. (laughs) Billie Jean King, a former world number one professional tennis player, winner of 39 Grand Slam titles, including 12 singles, 16 women's doubles and so on. And she's also had a tennis center named after her. She joins us with Stephanie Turner, co-author of The Millennial Majority Will Transform Your Culture. She's also a manager in Deloitte's Survey Research and Analytics Center. And they're here to tell us about some of the latest findings in their millennial work. Welcome. Thank you both for being here.
1: Thanks for having um, us,
2: Pam. i got to say, Billie Jean King, it is a little bit uh, uh, awe-inspiring to be in the same room with you because well, of all of your... Don't
1: worry, I'm just a, kid, a, a blue-collar kid from Long Beach, California, so that and a public park kid, so that'll put us all <laughs> at rest. Well,
2: okay, well, that, that that's a and, good... And the National
1: Tennis Center, the one that was that has my name on it now, I can't say I'm too embarrassed, is actually a public park.
2: Yeah. Well, that, that's I don't, pretty good. I don't think
1: people realize that sometimes.
2: <laughs> well, that, 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 all, that all leads me to my, my question, because you have something called the Billie Jean King Leadership. Initiative. Yes. And I'm wondering if you could describe that in the context of what Stephanie's been working on having to do with millennials and leadership.
1: Well, when we started the Billie Jean King Leadership Initiative, I said, we've got to have some data. We we can't just talk about what's going on in the workplace because what we want to do with the leadership initiative is to uh, change the workplace to be more inclusive where people can be their authentic self. So Deloitte and us teamed up And they have been unbelievable because without Deloitte, we couldn't really have started the leadership initiative uh, without them. So they've come up with all kinds of data about millennials because, believe it or not, you know millennials are going to be 75% of the workforce in 2025. It's not very just a few years from now. So uh, it's very important to know what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what's going to drive them, uh, what's going to give them purpose, and that's the things that Deloitte went out and continue to collect data on what the millennials are feeling and thinking, especially in the workplace.
3: We want to get to the data in just a minute. But I, I also want to ask you, from your perspective, in the tennis world, mm-hmm. uh, so many tennis players start out long before they're millennials. I mean, oh yeah, they, they're you, like three years old. Exactly, right? Exactly. You know, and we we had Nick Bollettieri on once the again. Gen Z, we, we, Z did Gen. Our, we did our show out at the Open for a couple of days. Uh, he's growing he, up. He's he's tennis, well, best. Tennis I love Hall of Fame, etc. Et but what do you see in your in your in yourself growing up, and when you look at kids now, how are they different? from us, from us older folks, when we were at that
1: point in our lives? What do you see? Well, first of all, they still have some of the same problems and that's access to get started. I would say that access is a challenge no matter what. But as they get going, if they show promise, uh, they have, there's more money there's better coaching, better nutritional and information on how to train, all the things that I would have loved to have had growing up, as far as information, and that's what, where technology is so important, and continues to, you know, the software just exponentially keeps changing all the time. I mean, it's just you can't keep up with the software. The hardware is a little bit, a little bit easier, <laughs> but it's, it's unbelievable what that brings to the table about for stats when you play, gives you it gives you instantaneous feedback. Um, it's just. Amazing! What I would love to be a kid today playing. Uh, I do think uh, you, if you show promise, usually someone will help you, will sponsor you, or mentor you. Um, but it's amazing what's happened. And then you know, I retired at 40, went into team tennis, world team tennis, which is about equality. We have men and women on the same team. And now the the, the Billie Jean King Leadership Initiative. If you think about, it, it's just an extension of what I've always believed in since I was 12, and that is fighting for equal rights and opportunities. For boys and girls, men and women, for all genders. Uh, And I knew I was so lucky to have a platform that tennis is, and tennis is global, but I knew I had to be number one if I was going to try to help change the world, not just my own tiny universe of tennis, but help others and help the world to be a better place and have inclusion. And as a girl, I already knew that life was going to be... Uh, different, that people would not probably listen to me, but I thought if I could at least be number one, maybe they will. (laughs) But thank God, you know, tennis is global. I think it gave me an unbelievable platform. Sports, we're very fortunate to have it.
2: Stephanie Turner, I want you to come in and tell us uh, how is the millennial majority going to transform the culture that we live in?
4: Yeah, well, I I think, and Billy, you have created this amazing platform that we can conduct the research on, and what our research is showing is that technology is an accelerator. Millennials want purpose in the organizations, but they're using technology in every form that they have to be an accelerator in how they collaborate, communicate, how they become innovative in their work that drives that purpose, and then also in how they seek work-life flexibility. This is a generation that wants to solve problems fast, and they want to be able to do it wherever they are around the globe, and they want to be able to do it with whoever is around the globe. They don't want to be confined to an office or a particular area of solving those problems. Okay, well, we know that lots of times stereotypes
3: and jokes have some truth in them. And when you see all the jokes, right, about, oh, they expect this, oh, they don't want to do that, oh, they want to go in and get a raise, um, you know, three
4: months after they're there, is there any truth? Is that the downside of a millennial? So so I think that part of what our research has done is actually a little bit of myth busted the generation that we once knew it right so this is a generation that has since matured they are in their 30s they are leaders in our organizations today they are at least 50 of the workforce and like billy said they're going to be 75 percent of the workforce in 2025. this is a generation that is very ambitious to your point they do want to be able to excel and they want to excel quickly, but they, they want the right tools and experiences and that purpose in the organization to be able to do it.
2: Well, they also seem to live through the financial recession of 2008, I think and just like in tennis, a you have time. bad year, you have a bad run at times. Yeah. What are you finding? It
1: reminded me of my parents a little, because they were depression parents, and of course, I don't think it was as tough as back in the 30s, but it was still. You, I mean, I have godchildren who are still having trouble finding jobs. It's it's tough. And I'm saying, you know, you remind me of the old days uh, when there was a depression. So, I think it's very sobering. When you go through that experience, but I also think uh, they're very resourceful. I think they're innovative. I think the kids want to do good. I think if you look at the elections, even how excited they were to be a part of it, and hopefully we can keep them involved. That, but they are going to be our—they are our future leaders. They are leaders now and our future. We're, so we have to find a way to. Be inclusive and each other help each other the best we can, and that's where the boomers have a chance to mentor. But you know what? I feel like the millennials are, are mentoring me sometimes, especially when it comes to technology. But I think it's really important that we that we have more equality in the workplace. I want equal pay for equal work. I want more women in the C suites. I want not only just white women, I mean all women. I want people that live with disabilities. I just want inclusion. That's what I want. I want. And now people have a voice. When I was growing up, we were fighting so hard just to get a seat at the table. Now people expect to have a voice and it's so much healthier. You're making me think. We were at the Pershing Insight Conference down in Florida earlier
3: this year. I believe it was in June. One of the executives was giving a a TED Talk at the event about and, and and his mentor, a millennial, mm-hmm. was with him, and they are going go back and forth <laughs> on how more. older people can be mentored by millennials. I want you both to comment, starting with you, Stephanie. Something you encourage people to do, something that
4: makes a difference? Yeah, I think so, and Deloitte's done this. We have millennials in leadership positions that are also doing what we would call reverse mentoring. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, we're seeing this with our clients. More often than not, our clients are starting to say, we want our millennials to reverse mentor us because we want to understand how this generation thinks. We also recognize that it's not at the sacrifice at other generations. So a lot of the things we found in the research, purpose, technology, innovation, okay. collaboration, it benefits all.
1: I think it's great. I, listen, I'm always asking the young ones. First of all, I'm still very involved with the Billie Jean King leadership. We just hired our new executive director, Cherise Perry. She's in her 30s. There we go. She's mm-hmm. mentoring me. I'm helping her. Also, I do some coaching in tennis with the kids. So I'm always having them help me with technology. <laughs> I go to the kids, for. Te- I go, guys, come over here and help me with this technology. How can I learn, how can I get better? What gets me, the only thing that gets me irritated sometimes with the millennials, and I love them dearly, I wish I were one, uh, is that I don't sometimes, well, even like we're talking about the elections, I said, have you looked up everyone's story? They didn't know anything. I said, you guys, I would have given anything to had the information at my fingertips the way it is today. It's so exciting. I said, This you have no idea, so please use it. And so I said, just know everyone's journey. It's right there. You can look it up, what their journey's been, get an idea of who they are, what they've done. That's what's important. And then you'll make better choices. Well, I think you've made an excellent choice to join us here on Taking Stock Today. <laughs> we thank appreciate Thank you it.
3: so much. Tennis legend, Billie Jean King. That's all you need to say, Billie Jean King. and Everybody knows who you're talking about. But also nice to meet you too, Stephanie Turner, co-author of The Millennial Majority Will Transform Your Culture Manager in Deloitte's Survey Research and Analytics Center. Some great information on millennials in the workplace and workforce. We thank you so much for joining for us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox, And this is Bloomberg.